There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sands Pants Network. Some may call you rat catchers, others mercenaries, but we prefer the term adventurers. And at the Grey Hill Free Company, we believe in one thing above all, adventurers together strong. Many have gone on to do some great things under our name, not all of them good, but great things nevertheless. Hopefully you'll soon join their ranks. So gather round and let us regale you with one of the many stories of the Grey Hill Free Company. You are, all three of you, members of the Grey Hill Free Company. A band of mercenaries, although mercenaries is an impolite term for what you are, so maybe you call yourselves adventurers. Mercenaries, if you're nasty, and if you want to be mean, people might call you rat catchers. Whatever the name, you are basically people for hire. If a farmer somewhere has an issue with goblins terrorizing his uh, herd or whatever, they sign a contract, send it in to the Greyhill Free Company, adventurers needed to stop, kill, whatever goblins. They pass it on to someone nearby with a relatively adept skill set, and that person goes and handles the problem. It's a, a system that has existed since the beginning of time. Though the Greyhill Free Company is by far one of the largest groups of any of any sort. Originally founded in and around the city of Greyhill, which is far to the south of here, it has since spread, covering large swathes of the known world. You have traveled far, or perhaps the Greyhill Free Company has traveled far to get to you. But either way, you with the company have traveled far, or the company has come to you, here in a area called the Wild Ranges. The Wild Ranges is basically a densely populated, mostly elven area. There is a town nearby called Azamaril, which is probably the largest capital city anywhere for some time. Several months' journey on foot, at the very least. There is, nearby to Azamaril, the Podibonk Marsh, 
sometimes referred to as the potty bonk forest, depending. The locals get a bit antsy if you call it a marsh. (laughs) They are elves who like to think of themselves as true elves, and no true elf lives in a marsh. They live in a forest. (laughs) Anyway, you know that it's a local faux pas to call it a marsh. So you're in the potty bonk forest, the three of you. Who are you? Hayden, we'll start with you. I am the almighty wizard, Nathan. <laughs> Just Nathan? Just Nathan. Just Nathan. Just Nathan. All right, cool. Well, I suppose you've got the title, the almighty wizard. Would people refer to you as the almighty wizard? Yep. Yep, they would. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. I'm certain they would. And George? I'm uh, Throgo Leisure Staff. Pleased to meet you. Throgo Leisure Staff. Interesting name. <laughs> May I ask where it's from? Oh, well, it's uh, actually my father's name. He uh, inherited it from his father, as these names often uh, apply. And he's, uh, look, he got actually, when he went, ran away from the first town he was in, he came to a new place and decided he's going to start with a new name, Leisure Staff. He used to be called Pleasure Staff, but uh, he realized very quickly naming anything after your name when your name's Pleasure Staff draws the wrong kind of crowd. Yeah, sure, yeah. of course. He's his his child uh, playground company. <laughs> it didn't last long, you know. Pleasure staff's <laughs> children's playtime. It was not a long lived sort of thing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, parks of that sort are not really a common thing, as well. So it's probably yeah, it was probably definitely an uphill battle selling people not only the idea of a a, a series of parks called Pleasure Staff, but also in addition, people are like, I don't understand what the hell's a jungle gym. A man ahead of his time. You're right. That's yeah, what, that's absolutely. what I like to say. Yeah, he was Medi- always. Like- <laughs> Few medieval societies had playgrounds, <laughs> and they're the worst for it. That's what he always used yeah. to say. Yeah. When yeah. my kids were young, I just put them to work making barrels. Absolutely, <laughs> that makes a sure. That I, makes I've got to say, this is a great ad for why the place, <laughs> the pleasure staff playgrounds were a thing that should have taken off. Builds character when your kids build barrels. Truly, the two of you are on the opposite ends of the spectrum on how to raise a child. <laughs> the two of you are accompanied by the dragonborn Gaius Remus Thorbos. Wow. A... I'm going to call you Guy. <laughs> sure, he, I'm sure he doesn't care too much what you think. <laughs> <laughs> Would uh, have either of you been with the company long? No, this is my first adventure. That's exciting. I've only been on a, just a few, so still relatively new. Just a few. All right. Well, Gaius or Guy to you um, mm. is still uh, is uh, a member in good standing, which basically just means that he's been around for a little while. Mm. I oh, oh uh, you're quite old, correct, Nathan? Ah, uh, I'm a sprightly eighty-seven. Beautiful. Absolutely, absolutely gorgeous. I became a wizard quite quite late in life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a barrel maker, uh, and and then I lost my job due to the recession, and I decided to change career paths and become an almighty wizard. I don't know if the economy is complicated <laughs> enough for a recession, but okay. <laughs> That's what I was told. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Perfect. Exactly, exactly so. Anyway, the three of you are here in this area because a elven farmer, not to buy, oh, well, I should say a series of elven farmers have all come together to put up some money for a contract on a strange and terrifying beast. You don't know a lot. It's just kind of been, so basics of what you know about this creature is that it is it has been hunting livestock. 
Oh, and big livestock. We're not talking about like sheep or ducks or whatever the hell else elves might be farming. We're talking like cows, cattle proper, even perhaps other types of more exotic types of beasts of burden and cattle and whatnot. So you know it's something large. Mm -hmm. A lot of the tales kind of vary, but most of them revolve around it swooping down from on high. So you know that it flies And aside from that, that's kind of it. You're going to have to talk to a bunch of the locals because the contract itself didn't really give you a lot lot of information. And there also could have been some developments in between the contract being set, you receiving it, and you getting here. So you're in the local area. There's like a major path heading through, and you just see many, many farmsteads all around you in and among kind of like sparse trees and lots of, shall we not refer to, swamp. <laughs> what would you like to do? Well, let's <laughs> let's go. To, all right, well, let's go see some of these farmhouses then, why don't we? Sure, yeah. Yeah. If you just want to, you could just approach the nearest farmstead, or you could potentially maybe search for a farmstead specifically with cattle or something. You're not sure. Obviously, just any farmstead might be helpful, but you might also consider it a waste of your time knowing that if they don't have cattle... They might not have interacted with this beast. Mm. It's up to you. Interacted with so much they don't have any cattle left. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, true. Well, so, that's, that's a, so well, there you go. There's, there's a fucking good point. And are people like generally supportive of mercenaries in this? Well, world? it depends. A lot, like I said, a lot of people they might. If someone refers to you as a mercenary, they're probably not going to fuck with you, but they don't respect you. Okay. If someone calls you a rat catcher, <laughs> they don't respect you, and if you piss them off, they might start a fight. Cool. Uh, if someone refers to you as an adventurer, they probably see you in good standing. Cool. All right. I reckon we should try and find a house with cattle. All right. A farm, I suppose, is what you call that. Gaius, or Guy, <laughs> once again, <laughs> gestures forwards and says in a deep voice, lead on. You have a little look-see. Nathan, you scan around mm-hmm. and you spot, sure enough, yeah, one of the nearby farms has a has a bunch of cattle. You can see just cows milling about. There's probably also some maybe like goats as well. You, I assume, approach? Yes. The farm is obviously a homestead, somewhere where you would live, but there's also a barn nearby. And then the the fields here are a bit strange. I Well, once again, I guess both of, did both of you say that you were new to the area? Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah, why not? Well, no worries. Well, elves operate farms a little differently to humans. So this might be a strangeness for you, but there's no like properly cleared fields. Trees, brush, all sorts of plants and whatever are just allowed to co-mingle with the um animals here. Mm. So it looks a lot more crowded than a farm normally would. And that actually also blocks sight of things further along so you wouldn't get like the rolling landscape and the long views that you would normally around farmsteads but yeah anyway so there's a barn there's a lot of kind of tree cover and then the homestead itself would you during the day the farmer might be out doing something in the fields Mm -hmm. would you like to approach the farmstead the barn or just maybe have a look around to see if anyone's out in the fields so look in the barn i reckon i feel like that's sure Kind of jumping ahead there, are we? Like, is it huh? just kind of intruding on the... That's fine. Okay. The barn <laughs> like doors... just asking someone to start shooting. <laughs> the barn doors are wide open, and as you approach, you hear the unmistakable sounds, even if you've never been on a farm before, you can conjure to mind the sounds of a cow being milked. You know what you're about to encounter, and sure enough, you step in through the threshold, 
Well, are you following? Yeah. You seemed you seemed uncertain before. Did you say anything, by the way? Did I, I know George said something? But yeah. was that George as Thorgo? No, no, it was me talking. Yeah, no, Thorgo. Sorry, Thorgo. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, that's uh, just me not said anything yet. All right, so you've gone along. Yeah, you maybe have your reservations, but follow along. As soon as you step into the barn, you see, sure enough, there is a woman sitting on a stool milking a cow. She does not notice as you enter. Hello, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> Ah, she gives like a little start. And I go, (laughs) (laughs) almost immediately, she needs to bring the cow under order. Yeah, she's fine. She, she like the the cow, quite obviously, she was pulling at the cow's udders, and the cow did not appreciate when she startled. So the cow looked like it might have tried to bolt or even something worse, maybe kick her. But she, she almost immediately calms the cow down. She turns around. Hello. What? Um,. Oh, are you adventurous? Uh, yes. <laughs> she stands up and kind of brushes her hands off. We we've been sent. Oh, sorry, this is my first time. Uh, we uh, we've been sent to. Uh, how are you? And I look. You're doing at, great, I, there, I, I look Keep at Thorgo because uh, I'm, uh, I'm 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 bombing. So I look at Thorgo to <laughs> save me. I give a supportive thumbs up, guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being really supportive here. Uh, guy first who time. is <laughs> yeah. uh, a foot taller than you, mm-hmm. but maybe several times your height, Throgo, leans in between the two of you and says, Monster. Oh, yes. We've been sent to kill a monster. Yes, yes, that's right. Um, Standing up, she, like, as if her hands had gotten dirty again, she kind of, like, brushes them off a second time. Uh, please, uh, uh, would you? Do you want a glass of water? How how long have you been on the road? She starts walking towards the house. Adam, how long have we been on the road? Like thirty seconds, or <laughs> <laughs> you probably would have come here from Azamaril, and the trip would have taken you maybe a week. Yeah. About a week. <laughs> <laughs> ah, oh yes, of course. Uh, so you came uh, came from Azamaril, correct? <laughs> mm, yes, of course. There's a arcane university there. Do, are you? She looks. <laughs> she looks you up and down, Nathan, and she says, "Did you come from the university?" Yes, yes, I did. Is that true? It can be true or not. It's up to you. It is true. Yes. All right. Cool. Well, yes, yes, of course, of course, of course. She seems almost as nervous as the two of you are. Mm. She leads you towards the house, opens the front door. Uh, inside, you see a child sitting in the, there's like a kitchen area. There's a child sitting on the floor, drawing on a piece of paper with chalk, and she gestures for the table. Please, uh, have a seat. I, I approach the child and sort of crouch down and go, goo goo gaga, goo goo gaga, <laughs> and try and become friends with the child. Oh, goo goo gaga. You give that a red hot go. That would be. I don't even know. I guess a performance check. The kid doesn't... The kid is not a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Well, elves age differently to humans. Mm -hmm. You would know this. You would assume the child might be like... So (laughs) years-wise, the child might be like in their 30s. But (laughs) compared to a human age, that might only be like a toddler, basically. So they're still quite young for an elf. Mm. The child just thinks it's funny and laughs. At, <laughs> uh, 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 not not at, but like, well, kind of at your mm. performance, but not like not with cruelty or anything like okay. that. Can you I look apologize down. to the to the lady. You actually, 
Yeah, no, easily. Hang on. I'm going to do a quick drawing. You see what the child draws. Okay. So that's basically what you see the child drawing. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's like a, <laughs> it's a whole mess of circles, really. It's, <laughs> it looks like it's a, a cat with a beak and a tail. George, would you con- do you concur? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'd say yeah. cat with a beak and tail. Maybe that's actually pretty good. I say, yeah. What what are you Four drawing? Legs with a head and a the... it's like a demon tail. <laughs> yeah, there is that is like the... a on purpose there, the little bit at the end. Yeah, yeah, mm. it's kind of like one of those demon tail sort of things. Okay, right. The kid looks up at you and says, "Monster." Mm, have you seen the monster? Go go ga ga go go ga. The kid nods. Sorry, it's been a while since I've had to talk to a child. My my kids are all grown up. I can't believe how well this is actually working, to be honest. <laughs> the child doesn't seem to really register what you're saying. <laughs> the child has yet to conceive of the notion of being estranged from your kids. <laughs> and so doesn't really understand what you're saying. Just turns back to what they're doing. Mm. Their mum turns from the... they. There's like a... Well, yeah, a sink. It's like a pump sink, not not like what we would have. But she returns with a jug of water, some glasses, sets them down on the table and says, yes, uh, my my son, he, he was the one who spotted the, the beast. Thank God we've only had it the one time. Mm. I didn't see it myself. It was the boy. Mm. Right. Did, did, the, uh, did the beast take anything when it was here? No, I th- it, it just kind of... Well, she gestures at the kid. I I don't know exactly what happened, but I think it just flew overhead, basically, and kept going on to one of the other farm sets. I think the tree cover here might be a little too thick for it. Interesting. I'm Mistra, by the way, she says, and she maybe shakes your hands if you if you're okay with that. Yeah. I I shake hands and curtsy with my big wizard robe and say, "I am Nathan, Almighty Wizard." And I shake hands and I go, it's a pleasure to meet you there, Mistra. And you make a fine cup of water. <laughs> she nods. <laughs> Thank you. It's a recipe that's been passed down yeah, generation yeah. for generation. Gaius I'm still not Re- that new. I'm, still, I'm not that experienced. Okay. Gaius Remus Thorbos, Guy says, as he sits down at the, at the chair. He, uh, the chair that he's sitting at, because he wears full plate armor, the chair groans slightly mm. under his weight. Can I do some kind of, because I'm very smart and knowledgeable as a wizard, can I sort of search my mind palace uh, whilst looking at the drawing to try and figure out what it is? Uh, let me check your mind palace stat. Um, <laughs> looking at the child's drawing, mm-hmm. I want you to tell me what features you think it has. It has a beak mm-hmm. and a demony tail, mm-hmm. but it could be a liony tail. Mm-hmm. And it's got a head and yeah. circles for feet. <laughs> but I'm assuming they're just thick legs. Yeah, they're just thick. Well, yeah, no, I think you could work that much they're, out. They're yeah. thick legs. Well, a demony demony tail mm-hmm. could mean a lot of things. Yeah. There are there's a whole gamut of different types of demons and stuff like that, and many of them fly. Right. You would want to know the size. And that could narrow down mm. demons and devils for you. Don't I sort of know the size because if it takes away cattle? Oh, true. Yeah, no, mm. that's a good point. Well, yeah, it would have to be pretty big then. In which- I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. In which case, there are a few things it could be. None of them excite you because anything that big and demonic is bad news. <laughs> if you were to discover that it was a demon of that, of, uh, that size, you would probably actually want to go for reinforcements. Yeah. It could be a horned devil. Oh, boy. <laughs> a horned devil is a, well, yeah, like I said, a pretty fearsome creature. Mm. If it is that, you, you'll want to get help. It could be a bone devil. Ugh. Bone devils don't typically fly, but they have been known to. Mm-hmm. It could be a vrock. A vrock, like, maybe you could handle. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, aside from demons and devils... It could be a hippogriff or a griffin. Mm. Both of those, I think both of those have beaks or can have beaks at the very least. And aside from that, it could be many other things that you've just not heard of. Does your, is your drawing finished, little boy? Well, he's maybe actually switched to a new piece of paper and now he's drawing a cow. So you assume it is. Okay. Hmm. Because it doesn't have wings. Hey, little boy. <laughs> I'm doing that little thing where you go. Yeah. Uh, do you... I'm getting the kid on side. It makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, does it have wings also? The noises that you're making don't seem to be doing anything for the kid, but mm. you have asked the kid a direct question and the kid kind of thinks for a minute and then shakes his head. Mm, no wings. There mm. are a couple of other farms nearby that you could check. Yeah, should we go to the other farms then? I guess we might as well, yeah. Mm. I, uh, I can, uh, yeah, I can direct you. I, I fear to leave, but I could tell you, yeah, where they are. Is there anything else you want to tell us before we go off, though? Any, anything, anything else that might help us with our search? She has to think for a minute. Uh, no, I don't think there's anything. Like I said, I haven't seen it. Thank, thank the heavens above. Uh, and I hope not to. I, I wish you the best of luck. Are there any rumors you've heard? What does everyone else think it is? Well, uh, some some have conjured the idea that it could be a punishment from the gods. Mm. Um, n- well, and in that case, it could be a, a lot of people have a lot. Of, uh, she <laughs> she's like uh, it's a it's a whole can of worms, I suppose. Sure. A lot of people have a lot of opinion opinions about the gods mm. and whatnot, mm. and so you know all sorts of things can be counted as sinning. If you want to be particularly cruel about religion. Mm. But yes, it could be a, a punishment from the gods. Or some people have said that it could be part of some larger design of the veil between our world and the the the, the heavens and the hells. Mm. It is said to be thin in areas around Azamaril because of the, the college there. And due to this 
thinning of the wall between our world and the world of the gods and heaven and hell and whatnot. It could be possible that some sort of creature slipped its way through. It would be the first I'd ever heard of it, though. All right, let's go to the next farm area. Yeah. You've been given the addresses, or not the addresses, I suppose, but directions to two other farms. One of the other farms, the closest one that you head towards, is it's a exclusively goat farm. They make cheeses here. Mm. So there, this one is, like all the other farms here, there's a lot of just... Well, there would be crops here as well, actually. You find, like, a field thick of... It looks kind of just like thick brambles, but you can tell because of the tight nature, like the size and shape of it, you can tell that it's meant to be a crop. You have no idea what's being grown, though. It just looks like bushes that are really thick. Sure. Uh, But yeah, other than that, there's like trees, brambles, lots of goats. There's a house, probably very similar in style to the previous one. Mm A much smaller barn, because you only need to store goats in it, but then also some sort of additional brick building where you assume the cheese is made. Oh. All right, uh, let's go check out the house, and let's go knock on the door. You approach the front door, knock on the front door. Hello? Anyone there? No response. Let's check the cheese building. Right. I've always wanted to see a cheese building. Let's go check <laughs> that out. All right. As you approach the cheese building, uh, leisure stuff. You hear it first. You hear singing. Uh, a man singing in a very... No, actually, two people, a man and a woman. It it sounds absolutely divine. Eventually, when you come to the building, you can tell... Oh, no, wait. Do you... What languages do you know? Common halfling and thieves can't. You don't know what they're saying, but you know it's not elven. You can't hear the singing, unfortunately, oh. uh, Nathan. Not even as he gets closer? No, not even as he gets closer. Oh. Your ears are a bit keener. Oh, okay. So you... Do I know that he can't hear it? Like, would I be able to tell the keenness is it does outside seem very, of human? Yeah, I'd say it's faint enough that you know enough about humans and whatnot. You know he can't hear it. Okay. He's right. not reacting to it. Neither mm. is Guy. And is it coming from the building? Yeah, it's coming from the building. Hey. All right, there's some really beautiful singing coming from that building right there. I, I can't hear anything. Oh, you'll hear it when we get a bit closer. S- sing it for me. Relay the singing. <laughs> No, I don't think I will go okay, give that no. attempt because I don't know what this thing sounds like. You could try to if you wanted to. <laughs> okay, right. You wouldn't well, I don't know if I've got the it. most uh, beautiful voice this oh, sort of thing, but I'll give it a go. No, all right, all right. Friends. I can do this. All right. Give me a second. Ha we ros ha do da ru da ha si hu da u ra ru. It sounds like absolute gibberish to you. <laughs> but. Very for, good. Uh, uh, for giving it a red hot go, <laughs> so I have a, <laughs> I have a system of rewards. Okay, <laughs> we call them the good boy, bad boy cards. This is just like a, a little bonus that you will get, or like a little like power up thing that you can use at a later date or immediately if you find it immediately useful. Mm-hmm. Can I get a number? There is fifty of them. Can I get a number between one and fifty? Forty-seven. Wait, that's not how it happened. Reroll anything. So one roll that I make, you could be like, I don't like the result. Roll again. Wow. Okay. Ooh, you might cool. want to write that down so you don't forget. For giving it a red hot go, I'll reward that. <laughs> For actually singing? <laughs> fuck yeah. I think, okay. It's All right, yeah, you don't you don't know what the hell he just did. Yeah. Did I enjoy it? So um, How does it sound then, Nate? What do you think there, Nathan? Do, do that sound like anything uh, you know? No, it was, no, it was very good. Don't, don't know what it was, though, but it was good. That's nice, yeah. yeah. He's Thrugo didn't sing anything that made any sense, mm. but he is a nice singer. Good. 
Oh, thank you, Nathan. <laughs> really appreciate that, there, mate. I've been. Uh, I don't really didn't think I had such a nice voice. So it's nice to hear some compliments. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling much better now. I've, I've got an extra spring in my step as I walk. Because <laughs> I've got some serious insecurities around my singing in general. <laughs> the brick building has a metal door that is closed. When you get to the metal door, do you knock on it? Do you just barge in? Let's knock. You knock on the metal door. Nothing immediately happens. And actually, the singing is uninterrupted. You think they might not be able to hear you. All right. Well, they're still singing stuff. So I think we better go in and check it out. Okay. <laughs> All right. You open the door. Head in? Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, I'm nervous now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you go inside, do you? Oh, oh um, no, no, always, always uh, who goes in first? A <laughs> uh, guy. I think. <laughs> no, 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 That's... no. Hey, guy, I... you should go in first. I think Throgo's got the perception, so maybe he'll go in first. All right. Out of kindness. <laughs> Poor old Nathan. I say, after you. Throgo, you head in first. Yeah. So the building was squat. And you see that the the building is still kind of like two stories, but it goes immediately down into the earth. There's kind of like a natural divot in the earth that the building must make use of, mm. kind of like going all around the divot. So there is in this hill, or sorry, in this uh, valley, not, sorry, that's too elaborate. It's not a valley. In this dip in the mm. terrain, mm-hmm. there are several large wooden massive, I mean, when I say large, I mean like, on themselves, they are maybe the size of, like, a uh, apartment, an entire apartment. Several of them wooden barrels, and you can see the wooden barrels have giant... It's a, like a butter churn, basically. Giant sticks to churn the contents within. They are moving on their own. You can see on either end of the room, there is a man and a woman. They're both dressed as simple, plain farmers, but both of them are singing beautiful hymns to the room before you. And as a wizard, Nathan, you can tell immediately Mm. that their music has magic to it. They are casting a spell. Can I also use my knowledge of barrels as my many years of a barrel maker to try and identify the kinds of barrels? Uh, Churning barrels. Okay. Beyond that, you know nothing. Interesting. <laughs> it's not the sort of not the sort of barrel that you typically deal in. It's a very it's it's almost rude to be honest. If someone asked you to identify these barrels, it'd be like uh, it'd be like if uh, uh, a podiatrist was asked to operate on someone's brain. You know, it's not the same thing. <laughs> okay, it's a very t- t- people don't give barrels enough credit. It's a complex oh, world. Yeah, but he'll tell us so all about it. If we I give can't still. I still can't hear the singing. No, sorry, you can hear the singing now. Yeah, which is how you can tell that they are casting a spell. Makes sense. The spell ripples the magical weave in front of them, and Mm. you can see that it... Well, you can't see into the weave right now, because there's a spell that specifically allows one to do that. Mm -hmm. But you can tell that they are manipulating the weave of magic, which is causing the churning to happen. Mm. Once you've entered, neither of them are in... You're not in either of their eye lines. You can see them, they can't see you, and with the singing going on, they can't really, they don't know that you're there. Okay. I guess just shout out. Can you shout out? <laughs> you can shout out if you want. Okay. Um, you, do you do something? Yep. Yeah, let's, let's shout out. Why not? Uh, excuse, excuse me there. Anyone here free for a second? The woman turns around and sees you and is like shocked that someone is is here. Obviously for her, it's such a sudden sudden thing. She continues singing as she looks at you, but the man on the other side of the room, when he spots you, he gives like a, ah! (laughs) (laughs) Ah! (laughs) Almost immediately the spell is broken. 
The sticks churning the butter in the room immediately are thrown chaotically as the spell is affected by this. Nothing breaks, but you hear the barrels groan. And for a brief moment, you're afraid of an incident that reminds you that you, you've been in such a situation before. Oh, Nathan, absolutely. you don't want to see this again. People get hurt. <laughs> mm. Anyway. Okay. Uh, what more tension in oh. barrels than people think? Yeah. Mm. The woman slowly lets her song peter out. Okay. The man calls out, Oh, are you... Um, adventurers. Uh, the adventurers, yes. Oh, he's kind of like doubled over, like clutching at his heart. <laughs> Sorry there, mate. I did not mean to freak you out like that. The woman turns to you. Sorry, we're all a bit on edge with everything going on. I can see um, that. Uh, we'll, uh, she gestures to the man. Please, uh, let's chat outside. They step out with you. Uh, we're looking for information about... The mysterious monster. Yes, uh, we we saw it. Not not just the other day, actually. It. Do you need a description? Do you need yes, where it please. went? Well, it, it had the the beak of an eagle, mm. um, but uh, like bat like. This is the woman talking, but like bat like wings. The man shakes his head. No, no, no. It they were they definitely were eagle esque wings as well, and it did have an a, 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 a beak as well. But I think it wasn't so much an eagle's beak as perhaps a toucan's beak. Mm. <laughs> the Do woman we... they they both begin to give you like different tales of what the creature looks like. Right. Do we know what a toucan is? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. Actually. <laughs> it seems like an obscure. You've never heard of a toucan? Yeah. This would make sense because to get here from Candor, which is like the largest human nation nearby, mm-hmm. you would have had to have gone through a very tropical place. So, Nathan, you have encountered probably very recently a toucan. Mm. Okay. So I'm going to pretend like I know, even though I don't know. Okay. Mm. <laughs> He's a bit sensitive about his intelligence. Ultra. <laughs> sure, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, toucan. That's very helpful. Thank you. Nathan, isn't that right? Yeah. Toucan. Yes. Mm, yeah. They both seem to agree that it had a lion's tail. Mm. Okay. I think we're dealing with a griffin. I don't. <laughs> of course, yeah, griffin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toucan, <laughs> griffin. That makes lines up perfectly with my knowledge of how those animals work, don't they? Uh, so, uh, what what else can you tell us about that? Why? Okay. Did you guys see them at the same time? They shake their heads. No, we saw them at different times. Mm. Yeah. Could they be? Could they be the same? Could they be different animals? Um, they look at each other. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the man says, "Well, the creature was like a. It had like a, a, a like black fur." The woman shakes her head. No, it had like a golden fur to it. Mm. Right. We're dealing with a daytime griffin and a nighttime griffin. Right. Uh, did that, of course, yeah. Oh, very because... good. I wasn't expecting you to get that that early. <laughs> I mean, daytime, num- you don't want me with my daytime griffin, nighttime griffin theory? That's incorrect. I'm not in my head. I'm like, mm, yeah, day, daytime griffin, nighttime griffin. I've heard uh, of that. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. From yeah. both of you, a number between one and 50, forgetting so suddenly far in the story. 28. You're one. Once again, you'll want to write this down. Hyper-focused. Triple your proficiency bonus for one round. So it just basically means anything you're proficient in for one round, you triple the bonus instead of just get the regular bonus. So if you really want to succeed on a skill check yep. or an attack roll, you use this, basically, mm. if you really want to succeed. and uh, 14. Try, try, try again. What? Roll damage twice and take the higher amount. I'm getting a lot of roll against. Did you see where they went? 
the man nods. Yes, I saw, uh, I think it was only yesterday that I saw it. Uh, it flew and he points in the direction of the other farmstead that you're heading mm-hmm. towards. Okay. What about you? Where did it go when you saw it? She shakes her head. Um, it flew, she points a different direction, but I saw it like a month ago. Oh. Right. So, day, well, daytime Griffin, yeah, yeah. So, okay. <laughs> well, thanks a lot for that. Any more information you want to tell us before we move on? They look at each other. Uh, it's particularly violent. I've seen it. Uh, well, I saw it land among our goats. When I saw it land among our goats yesterday, it, uh, he, he says, Do you want, would you like to see the scene? Perhaps that would help. Oh, yes, please. I mean, I guess. Uh, it's not for the faint of heart. I'm letting you know. I, That's all right. I, I can handle it. Okay. Yeah, I can. I can. Oh, no, I've, we leisure staffs are known for our uh, ability to handle uh, lots of blood. So let's check this out. All right. Ah, he nods as if he knows who you are. And you both believe him. <laughs> wow, that was a shit roll from the two of you. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, yeah, you think you know, you think you're like the pleasure staffs. And he's like, ah, and you're like, oh, finally, someone's heard of me. All right. Mm. Anyway, I'll probably he, be proud. Yeah. He takes you to a part round behind the barn. This is probably the, the way that the land is cleared here. You imagine the goats used to love coming here. There's like lots of, you can see lots of delicious probably for a goat-looking foliage nearby. Mm. But there are no goats here right now. No living goats, at least. Absolute gore everywhere. You can see parts of goats going up trees and blood just soaked so far into the soil that you don't know if it could ever be gotten out of the lands here. There must be the carcasses of at least 20 goats (laughs) scattered about the place. Uh, and as you approach as well, the stench of death is overwhelming. Mm. These goats weren't so much eaten as they were just kind of like eviscerated. It looks like the creature, possibly a griffin, though whatever it was, absolutely just massacred these goats. Mm. As you approach, the man says, I, um, <clears throat> he puts like a handkerchief over his mouth. I, um, cleaned up what I could. I, I immediately throw up. <laughs> oh, that's not fucking. I'm sorry. That's not. That's not what we leather staffs are known for. But that's a lot more than just blood. There. Oh, sorry about that. Oh. Yeah, I get queasy and my knees start shaking. Ooh. Yeah, that's all for today. Don't forget to check in next time where we'll continue this story of the Grey Hill Free Company. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.